Are you suffering from dark spots and blemishes? Urban Skin RX offers affordable, effective clinical skincare for diverse skin tones. Their new acne and blemish control mask is your secret to clearer, more even looking skin. Fight acne, prevent future breakouts, and improve the appearance of dark spots left behind by acne with this dual treatment mask. Get 20% off by using the code GROWN20 at UrbanSkinRx.com. No one knows your body better than you. That's why at Planned Parenthood, you drive your health care decisions. Through Planned Parenthood's telehealth appointments, you can get high-quality, affordable care your way, by phone or video. When you're ready, book a virtual appointment at PlannedParenthood.org grown. That's PlannedParenthood.org grown. It's a new year, and it's time for new possibilities. And do we ever need them? Whew, child. Cricket Wireless can help you make the easy switch to the mobile plan that's right for you, starting at just $30 a month. Smile and switch to Cricket. Activation and other fees and restrictions apply. Terms subject to change. See store for details. I've been searching for someone But never looked before my eyes There you were to my surprise It was so obvious looking into your face After playing a game of truth or dare I wanted to stay at your place I never thought that I could fall in love with you. <laughs> but since the day we kissed, I knew it had to be, yeah. Don't y'all love it, yeah? Oh, my God. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mary J. Blige. Happy birthday, Queen. Mary J. Blige. And happy belated birthday to the sis. We didn't get to wish you one oh, before... The break, you know, we're getting old. That's all the end, but yeah, a sad queen. Happy, happy birthday, Mary J. Blige. Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back for the first time in 2021 to getting grown, man. We are here, we here. Mm-hmm. Um, happy, barely happy new year to everyone. <laughs> you know, January 2021 has come in. With a very white bang, and we are just—we're just happy to. Whew, man! Twenty twenty one came in like twenty twenty. I don't even really know like what is going on. We are. I think all of us. I, I think all of us are really just doing the best we can at this point. I think so, because it's a lot going on. And, uh, you know, it feels like we just left. Mm. How was your break? What did you, how was um, your break? I can't really say I broke, but... Um, <laughs> mood. <laughs> I can't really say that I did a lot of breaking. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's always good to celebrate, uh, you know, the holidays and get some time to reflect on... The end of another year and the beginning mm-hmm. of uh, a new one and all of that. So, you know, I don't have any complaints. My family 
um, my family and I, uh, I guess we all decided that we would, you know, shelter in place. Um, so -hmm. we did not convene at all, um, for this holiday season, which was different and difficult. Um, Mm -hmm. and I didn't really do anything. (laughs) I was just here, um, thankful to be breathing my own air, um, without fear of contamination and i think that is that is that is it um yeah i'm i i'm just you know it was a lot to think about um a lot to do and a lot to be grateful for like you said but it was just it was definitely one of the it was an unpre. I feel like I'm so tired of this word, but it was an unprecedented holiday season mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, which mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, you know, it's all. You know, we we just all grateful because it could be worse. Yeah, it could. <laughs> it could. It could be. But it was. It. But that doesn't negate the fact that it it was difficult for 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 many. Um, and I think that we all felt. And still feel probably uh, the lingering bits of the end of the year. And uh, it was a really like heavy time. I think a lot of people were kind of out of sorts and a bit disconnected. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of people who were away from their families. Uh, I haven't seen my parents in about the same amount of time that y'all haven't seen yours, hopefully. I don't, you know, Um if you have, you know, if you have your parents in your life, it's just been really, it's been hard. It's, mm-hmm. it's been a disconnecting time. And I noticed that that's been a thread, a common thread amongst many, many, many people. So I don't think that even though we have reasons to be grateful, I think it's very valid for us to express, you know, that shit is funky. I think gratitude can coexist with any other feeling. You being, you know, sad or tired or isolated that does not negate any sort of gratitude that you have for your safety and and the blessings that you you know you do have um so yeah it's just been a really I don't know I feel and and, in that same spirit of just kind of acknowledging the complexity of this time that we find ourselves in Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. I think what I, um, you know, I just really, I'm trying to allow myself space to really feel all that I feel, right? And not really shame myself for um, when I don't feel up to it or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. When I don't really feel into it, up to it, just acknowledging it and being okay with the truth of that, right? And being okay with expressing that. And um, all that comes with it. I feel like I'm rambling. I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> no, you're good. This is, listen, this is, I told you, this has been the the, the consensus. <laughs> this has been the mood. So I'm sure many people will be able to relate. We here. We here. Um, yeah, I, like you, did not broke. <laughs> I did not no break. break. <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't no break. Um, I lost my Nana. Yeah. Uh, and... That was, we were kind of thrown into um, funeral planning, which you don't really, you know, think about in your life to be 
something you're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. I guess not, you know, we don't really set ourselves up for that. And, you know, you spend all this time with this person and you never think about like, this is what it could be one day. And it's a lot that goes into it. And it's also, it was sobering. Um, I talked a little about it on Jade NXT, but it was sobering because it just kind of put into perspective where we are in life and um, that everybody's getting older um, and that we're all kind of transitioning into new phases. And I'm now in the phase of like full blown adult in the family. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like mm -hmm. nowhere in the kids territory at all. <laughs> and it's it just kind of like sneaks up on you and you just realize it one day like. There are other people, there are older people in this family who are relying on me um, for certain decisions and certain things to be done. And yeah, nigga, I'm still 12 mm -hmm. in my mind. So, uh, so that, you know, that was that. And that kind of took place of what was supposed to be for a break. Um, so it was, it's just been a really interesting time. I would love to come back in the new year with, you know, high energy and, and, you know, optimism and y'all, it's New Year and we finally out of this raggedy. Mm -hmm. No, nigga, it's just the day after December 31st. <laughs> Not now physically, but you know what I right. mean. So, like, you know, it is what it is and we got to acknowledge that. But we do have a show to get into. We're not going to drag this out with you all. So we got some trash and things that I think that we should address. <coughs> I agree. Let's get on into it. What? Let's head on over there then, sis. All right, 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 right. Life can be stressful even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of life. You need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed? Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has a wind-down session their members swear by. And for parents, hello, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. I actually use Headspace for the kids' meditations. I like to start Noah, the day off with Noah using the kid meditations. Um, I would do it before school, before the, you know, before the thing. And now that we're living in these times of stress, uh, I try to do it in order to kind of set our day um, with some peace and some mindfulness before we get started. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits 600,000 five-star reviews and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule, anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace's meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash grown. That's headspace.com slash grown for a free one month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditation for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash grown today. 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 Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. 
many things transpired in the very short amount of time that we were gone. (laughs) Um, And I'm almost wondering if we'll even have time to have a kitchen table talk. I mean, so, I mean, maybe we should have done this kind of precursor in the beginning of the show. You know, you're going to have to just bear with us, okay? Our energy is not live and direct as it, as it normally no. is. I think that Jade and myself are processing. I mean, and like many of you, <laughs> we're all yeah. processing, you know, what the crap is going on in the world <laughs> and let alone yeah. in our individual lives, right? So I think that's what compounds the heaviness. It's like, you know, not only are things going on as it relates to my life, my family, my health, my professional life, my um, my goals, my business. But the world as we know it is just like in a clusterfuck. I don't even understand. I don't even know if there are words to really. We've all lived through it, right? So you, I'm sure that nobody's listening to this that doesn't know all that transpired on January 6th. Um, but, you know, we are real live experiencing like a 2021 reprise of the War of 1812 <laughs> in this country. Yeah, we are. And um, our democracy is under attack, <laughs> right? Uh, our democracy. Yeah, I say is. that with the air quotes, like our democracy, right? Because, you know, these feigned principles of equity and equality and inclusion that this country is allegedly rooted in, um, you know, <laughs> you know, continue to be proven <laughs> false. I mean, day after day. And just here lately, um, you know, as, as everybody knows, there was a group of seditionists who attacked the U.S. Capitol building um, and just climbed the walls and shit all over the floor and stole property and people have died as a result of their negligence and, and complete disregard for humanity, order and decency. Um, and all of this was done in the name of justice and revolution um, and and uh, American, you know, patriotism and all of that. But when in actuality mm. it's just been a, a broad scale demonstration of the flawed uh, foundation that this country was established in. And that flaw is white supremacy and how, um, you know, there's been a dehumanization of anybody who is not white and or male in this country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you cannot found you can that those cannot be your founding principles. And then ex, and then you have an expect expectation for anything other than that to to happen. So, you know, we just keep seeing, you know, there's been countless demonstrations of that. Um, and it's like. You know, it's it's for me. It's been really distracting to like work and carry on business as usual when, um, you know, all of our all of our lives and livelihoods and our safety is just is just in question right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, 
Yeah, all of America is in the <laughs> trash this week on on getting grown. All of us. We are in it's the all trash. On fire. We are in the trash and the trash is on fire. Yeah, like Kia said, everybody knows what happened on January 6th. Whew, my lord, I don't even know. Um, I saw some tweets and some things from people. I can't wait for getting grown. I know. I uh, I, I felt a little pressure from y'all because I just was like, I don't really know what to tell you. I, like the things that I would like to say, I cannot say here on this ooh. microphone for it to be um, stamped for all eternity in the history of the worldwide internet. <laughs> I just, you know. Mm. Um, I, uh, honkies was honking. I don't, like, I don't, I don't know. I, don't. I, I feel really, really bad because I, I, as much as I would love to have a thoughtful and, uh, you know, facilitated, clear, comprehensive conversation about what is going on. I don't have Y'all the Y'all can go watch Britney Packnett coming him. I don't have the because... range. I feel like, and I mean, honestly, <laughs> uh-uh. I saw today on her social media that she needed to take some time for herself because I feel like, Agre- every what? How else can we survive? <laughs> like if we, if we don't, because it is like, you know, as I, as I've always believed, like you cannot make sense out of nonsense when you have sense. Right. And I think those of us who are trying to wrap our minds and wrap rational thought around what is going on right now, our struggle is that that is not possible. And so my Mm -hmm. quest, my aim, my objective for these last few days is like, what do I need to do to get through today? I don't have the bandwidth, the range to think about anything beyond bedtime today. Mm, and sis. so I I just have to ask you all to forgive me and grant me grace because I'm not in a good place where I can just kind of, you know, wax poetic about, about all of these things I am feeling and experiencing, you know, right now. Mm. I mean, we are the trash. This is the segment of the trash today. <laughs> we are the trash. What? Okay, so let me ask you okay. this. On the day that everything was amok mm-hmm. and going down, what was going through your? What were you doing? What was going through so, your head? What were you like? I was working, and um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, my practice when I'm at work. I mean, when I'm working from home, it's like we have been because of the pandemic. Because I mean, and let us all not forget. That why, in addition to all this other stuff that's going on, we are still in the throes of a global pandemic. There are like, I think, you know, I think over 4,000 people died yesterday. Like the the numbers Mm. are continuing to rise. So, you know, as I was saying, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I got a little distracted, distracted, but. No, you're good. I'm glad you please continue to say um, it. I just please, want us niggas to are know. Forgetting. I want us to know that. I mean, as I as we continue to field invitations and events keep happening, right, in this in this pandemic. Um, but I was working and my practice while I'm working from home is to usually have the TV on mute or, you know, or have mm-hmm. my music on or something. But I like to have the TV on just because I don't know about anybody else, but I live alone. I have been alone for the last 
11 months. <laughs> and, um, you know, being in this house by myself, I miss movement. <laughs> I mean, still, stillness is oh, great. Man. Stillness and quietness. I appreciate it. I appreciate the space where I am. I'm very grateful for it. But like, I miss movement and like sound Wanna trade? and like, you know, I mean, I hear that. I'm, I mean, you know, this is just me talking. <laughs> I'm not. I fully acknowledge that my situation is not like everybody else's. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. It. You're fine. But I say, so all that to say, I'm, I know I'm rambling. Please forgive me. Um, the TV was on mute, but it was on. And I think I was just mm -hmm. ending a call. And I went to check my phone. I went to check my messages. I, oh, I got text messages, a couple of my uh, group chats. And people were just kind of, I knew, you know, kind of know when things are going crazy, people are not really saying what's what, but everyone's reacting. So there, there's mm -hmm. all these emojis and, and gifts and what's going on. And so I'm like, okay, I've missed something. And then I just take the TV off of mute. And um, I turn to MSNBC. And the oh. first <laughs> image that I see on MSNBC are people climbing the walls of the, the U.S. Capitol building. I see human beings mm -hmm. scaling mm -hmm. the walls of the U.S. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Somebody's going to get shot in the head. Like, like, like that was literally just like, oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm watching this and I, I'm trying to get caught up in what's going on. And I, um, you know, one of my coworkers sends me a Skype and she's like, well, I'm not, and we just leave in the same meeting. So we just, I'm, I'm like, girl, what's, what's happening here? And she was like, evidently, you know, this Trump rally that was going on in the Capitol has gotten out, out of control and they are now, uh, you know, sieging. The, the Capitol building is under siege. They have removed the Congress people. And I'm like, what? So, you know, I was literally, so I started, I started, my emotions were all over the place. Um, I was confused. And at first I was just waiting. Cause I was like, you know, it's only a matter of time before they get to shooting everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like rationally thinking like, you know, it's mm. at what point are they going to, one would think, when are they going to let the <laughs> chopper spray? Because we cannot have this. Like what is happening? Right. So I keep thinking like, what is going on? What is going on? And the more that I watch it and I'm like, well, this, I mean, I have never seen, this is the most casual attack I've ever seen. Like, you know, everybody everybody seems to be laid back. There's no urgency. And I'm just like, well, what mm. is happening? Mm. I was, I mean, and then my confusion mm. quickly became, uh, um, at first I was disappointed, hurt, um, when I started to really put the pieces together, noticing that, you know, white people are allowed to do anything. Right? There's, no, there's nothing that they cannot do they get away with everything um and you know just watching it all unfold i got into twitter seeing people there talking about it listening to folks as you know walk past the the journalists as they are there on site saying all kinds of things and i'm just like yo we are of course my phone is going crazy because everybody who knows that i live within you know a, a few miles of dc Mm -hmm. It's like, are you okay? And I'm like, now why in the world would I be down there with them crazy white people? I know you don't think Listen, that I'm outside. I didn't even text you because I knew you. I knew exactly where you. Everyone, were. I, I was just... really, I was like, okay, guys, I'm not, I'm not there. But like, everyone in my family, all of my, 
aunts, uncles, everyone, they they wanted to know if I was okay. And I'm like, well, girl, I have not left. Unless they are coming here, I'm okay. They're not going to knock on my door. Um, At least I don't think. <laughs> but, you know, I said, but the alarm is on. We're all good. Everybody's here. You know, da, da. so it's just like... Man, and then I was like distracted. I, at that point, it was the car wreck that I could not turn away from. So any any work or or anything that I had planned for the rest of the week, hell, was just down the toilet because I just was trying to make sense out of this nonsense. And I'm sure employers were trying to act like, oh yeah, they didn't see nothing, see nothing, say nothing, hear nothing. They was like, keep on working, which is really just like I was like, guys, no, and I mean inhumane and disgusting we just had to have that conversation on thursday during our staff meeting and i was just like i got to tell you like <laughs> like my my supervisor <laughs> did like a check-in where she was like you know i just want to see where everyone was at and nobody said anything and i said well i've got to tell you i've done nothing and i won't be able to do anything like because my mind is just distracted <laughs> and i don't know that you should expect anything from me and that's just the bottom line girl because what what is happening what a, what is happening and i hope her black ass understood um, and I mean, we did had did some collective processing, but like, I'm just, I mean, just far and away, you know, throughout this entire Ooh. last few months, I feel like I had, I, I, I have my criticism of, of U.S. capitalism is that I, I think it's an unreasonable expectation for us to just carry on business as usual. Um, mm-hmm. And any of any of us that are being, you know, are being required to produce. Um, and and meet the same deliverables and do the same things that we did in prior years. I think that's just unreasonable. I, I don't think that that is a reasonable expectation for any of us. Um, but who am I? You know, who am I? You know, I saw them people acting up. And uh, I know a lot of us had a lot of the same responses. Well, why are they not dead yet? <laughs> Because this shit is crazy. <laughs> um, and we know why they're not dead. Soon as I asked the question to myself, I didn't ask it no more. And I ain't asked it no more since. Because I know exactly why they weren't dead. We know all about white supremacy, white power, all of that. These people were out there fighting for absolutely nothing. They about were fighting an election to that maintain was completely justified their white privilege and, legal. and white supremacy. Whiteness. Absolutely. That's what we're saying. They're out there fighting for their whiteness. They have no cause while we're out here. And they love and and then on top of that, they're unoriginal. They co-opt all all BLM phrases and Mm -hmm. you know, other phrases that have been the the million man march. They turned it into they pinked it up. They took the fucking say her name. They pinked it up. They took they took all kinds of things and pinked it up. And we know exactly why. And let me be clear, I don't have no desire to be like them people. Never. I don't need y'all to treat me equal in the sense where, nigga, if I climb the Capitol wall getting ready to bust some shit, <laughs> well, I fully expect what's getting ready to happen. Um, and uh, I'm not shocked nor surprised that it didn't happen to them. I was waiting on the bodies. And then when they weren't happening and we see people taking selfies and posing and, you know, stealing and memorabilia. Helping. I mean, the police <laughs> were help, assisting, assisting and, aiding. and aiding and helping and mm. accommodating uh, the insurrectionists. Mm. I mean, we saw little old ladies being helped down the stairs and we saw folks who had been tear gassed being assisted with water and all kinds of first mm-hmm. aid. Um, there were there were 
all of that happened and only 52 people were arrested in the city of D.C. that day. Like and most most of those were violations of the 6 p.m. curfew. Um, folks, and I'm sure some of them, I'm sure a good bunch of them. Were well, yeah. And I feel like most, you know, most of them just went on back to to, um, you know, the Omni. And sat down in the lobby. They went to the holiday. They went to the holiday inn, like Anderson uh, said. not Anderson Park. Anderson Cooper said um, they went to the holiday inn and they went to the Olive Garden and to the Home Depot and wherever else they frequent. Oh man, I mean, oh, they made a weekend yeah. out of it. They all stayed here Did. over the weekend. <sighs> Spread their COVID. Spread their their evil. Now they're being arrested in left. their home states as they deboard their planes. And, well, not enough of them, see, are, are not enough of them. <laughs> but what has been fascinating to me is like, you know, that you can't tell me that white privilege is not a thing when you can break when you feel like you can break into the capital of the United States of America and without a mask on and be shocked mm. and dismayed <laughs> when the people come mm. and get you. You stole one of them stole mail out of Nancy they Pelosi's office. They stole Nancy office, Pelosi's stole her gavel. Laptop. They stole her gavel. Her gavel, her laptop. They stole podiums, nigga. But you all have people, federal mail and laptops, and you think they not gonna come they after you? They defecated into their hands and wiped that mess all on the walls and the chairs. And I mean, I mean, with no mask, you walking through the motherless pink. Rats. I've just never seen. And I mean, these are the people who fix their face to call other 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 folks uncivilized. These animals. And unpatriotic and all kinds of things. <laughs> these are I, I love the I love the thing that's that brought out that said um these are the same people who said that Colin Kaepernick was unpatriotic. Yeah, and they And let's be clear, I'm we're not standing up for patriotism. No, no, no. I'm not standing up for that. I'm just saying, but like, I'm you know, just being we're clear. just saying that words have meanings and people have totally, exactly, totally disregarded, you know, what, you know, it's just like, what, either way, the whole, well, what were I you doing? Have no I know, nice I just rambled on. I was drinking. <laughs> I was drinking wine. I immediately saw what was happening. I popped my wine in that fridge, ordered me some lamb, I ordered me some uh, empanadas. And I sat there, and when I tell you, I laughed like Raven Simone when she was eating that peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I sat there, and I just cackled and got drunk and ate empanadas. <laughs> that is what I did. And um, I had to get me some I chicken. said, well, look at y'all. I had to find. Now, I had listen, to find, you, as you deserve. I had to find. And I said, I said, black people need to do what it is that brings you peace today. Okay. Mm. We cannot wrap our brains exactly around this. We cannot wrap our minds mm -hmm. around this. We must do what it is that gives us peace today. And I found peace in some honey barbecue wings. Yes, I did. As you deserve to. Ooh, honey barbecue. And I would add a little spice to them. But I did. I sat here. I pulled me out a notebook and a pen. And I said, well, let's make tally marks of the bodies. I chilled the mm. wine. I ordered the empanadas. And then there were like two bodies. There was the heifer who got shot in the neck. The criminal who got um, shot in criminal. the criminal. Criminal. What's her name? Babs Bunny. Whatever her name is. It doesn't even matter. I actually don't even want to say it. She got shot in the neck for trying to climb up in the in the office. And these niggas got her. And 
these white people have co-opted say her name and they want <coughs> us to feel bad for this bitch. And we don't. She was, she was an active treason. As a U.S. Off, as an officer of the U.S. military, she took an oath not to overthrow the government. She did, She completely disregarded that oath, was engaged in a criminal mm-hmm. act, was climbing the walls, mm-hmm. and was stopped. Don't the, the comparison to her or uh, between her and Breonna Taylor or her or any of the women that have been unjustly killed by police officers is completely. Uh, it's bull swanky. It's it's offensive. Bitch, that is chicken soup and apples. I mean, like, it's offensive. It's not the same. I mean, this woman was doing something wrong. She was engaged in criminal activity. She was warned to stop, and she did not, so she was shot. And I'm not saying that I was vying for or hoping for her to die, but these are the facts, okay? Mm. Breonna Mm. Taylor was sleeping in her bed, minding her African-American business. Was... Not engaged not in anything. Not engaged in anything it, other en- than REM sleep. Anything. What are we talking about here? Mm, deep in the cycles. And they shot her. But this lady was climbing like a fucking spider monkey. Like Kim Possible. And sis, <laughs> I'm not dealing with it. Okay? I'm not dealing with I'm it. I'm not. And I'm not feeling bad. Don't write me no emails. Don't send me no DMs. Don't tell me nothing about, well, it's a human life loss. No. Like Kelia said, she was in the middle of of committing treason and didn't even have no damn cause. I do not feel bad. I will not feel bad. You know, there's the video floating around. I got my good laughs because black people are unmatched in comedy. Well, we know how to make, you know what I'm saying? We laugh to get through. This is what we've done. I think that it is a gift that we have been given by God that we can we can Absolutely. find humor in things that are horrendous. Absolutely. It is the only way that Absolutely. we are able to survive the heinous things that we've experienced as a people in this country. And so, mm-hmm. listen, we out here making memes. Leave us alone, period. Yep. Don't ask me nothing. If you've seen them... Um, them townhouse buttercrackers climbing <laughs> the wall. That shit is hilarious. Only thing y'all should have done was made them like some table water crackers. Something with no some, salt or flavor. You know what I'm saying? But like those things, the Animaniacs with the bitch yes. who had the onion. And I know some people, oh, it was fake. She staged it. Why she would stage it? I have no clue. Um, whether she was faking or not. It's still funny. Super, Super Mario <laughs> Brothers one. I mean, all of these all, things. All of these things. All of them funny. The busted challenge with the girl who had who did it and then had the nigga falling off the wall <laughs> as the second part of it. Just unmatched <laughs> in humor, nigga. Unmatched. And so I used this opportunity to relish with my people. And to convene and laugh. I mean, it's not in our unison. business. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing. It's I would not. Think. This, this is, is white not, people's this is problem. Something they gonna have. This is not our mess to clean up. It's not. This is not, not my bag to Mm-mm. carry. I'm not. You know, this is not my table to bust. This is not. It's not my dirty dishes. It's like not. this. It's just period. It's not. And that's all I kept yelling at my TV with my bottle of wine. Um, I literally had a mason jar in the bottle just sitting right here. And I was screaming that this is white people's problem. <laughs> like, go talk to your cousins. Go talk to your homegirls. Go talk to your coworkers. Go talk to your fellow white people. And let if they have any thinking that's in a line, in alignment 
with any of the events that took place, even on a very small level, this is your responsibility and your job to talk to them, not ours. We're tired. It's not, a, it's not our business. It's not our job. Y'all's orange mucus loogie of a homeboy is the one who sent them people out there in the first goddamn place. This was all inside. They let them people in there. Like we said, there was cops taking selfies with them. They were standing to the they side, opening up barricades, opening barricades. I mean, they were a part of it. The number of um, off-duty officers who participated in, in rallies and other things that were in, in, in alignment with this. This is the world we live in and we shouldn't be shocked. This is the world we've been living in. Agreed. And I'm just grateful that these uneducated pink toes are showing me exactly who the fuck they are. Keep showing me who the fuck you are, nigga, so I can make sure that I have my archery skills, as I continue to say, in line. And if you come anywhere near me, I'm popping that ass. <laughs> and that's that. But I'm not having no conversations with nobody about how you need to think. That's not my I job. I have to air a couple of people There's out a around, like, you know... You know, people who have tried to, you know, people who didn't want, who were blind to the fact that uh, it's not an accident that no one was shot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not mm -hmm. an accident that only one one or two people were shot. Um, mm -hmm. You know, people who are blind to that, you know, making excuses for that kind of stuff. And I'm like, there's no way around it. There's no way around. We mm -hmm. have to call this what it is. If we ever are going to get close to, um, you know, making a change. We cannot solve problems that we don't state. If we don't, if we don't own up to this and call it what it is, then we're never going to get around it. Like this is not, this is not a case of a few bad apples here. This is not, this is not what no, this is. No, it's not. And I um I don't know. Like I, I think I think it just demonstrates the amount of work that is going to be required for us to move forward in any appreciable way. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I wish, I wish that, watch, I don't know. I hope that, um, we can find, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. it's just hard to, keep, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to be hopeful. It's hard to, to have high expectations. Um, mm -hmm. because I was, I was also bothered by the fact that Congress just carried on with their business. Um, and all them con Congress men and women making those speeches about how America, how great America is and how it's the greatest country in the world. I mean, there were those who called, called the insurrection out for what it was. But by and large, folks were saying some real kind of, you know, bogus things. Uh, well, if they said anything crazy, I'm going to tell you who got them together. The motherfucking Terminator. <laughs> oh, I didn't see. I saw only <laughs> a little bit of his, of his um thing on the shade room. I think, but I know I was. I said I was going to look for the full video, but I didn't get a chance to do that today. I think you should. It's actually. Um, uh, I was ready to sit up here and be like, "This is about to be some, some utter bullshit." Uh, and he got up there and he talked real shit. He talked about. 
you know, being a baby born in, born at two years after the war and watching um, the effects of the war and how it played a part on mm-hmm. families, um, including his own, how all the fathers and the, the husbands had drinking problems and they, you know, this was all rooted in physical pain, emotional pain and trauma. And he talked about how um, it's, it's uh, there's people who have very nasty um, evil intentions and then there are people who are just as dangerous because they go mm-hmm. along um, he's like not every soldier in the war that was out here to try to kill Jews uh, were Nazis or you know hard um, Gestapo or whatever he was like some of them were just people who joined the war and was trying to get mm-hmm. along and that's dangerous um, and he was like, and then he, he called out all the shit that happened on January 6th and called them people exactly what they were and said exactly what it was. And he called out the orange loogie um, and said exactly, exactly the, the complicit uh, part that he played in, in this happening, why he is a dangerous, dangerous person to society and it, I just, it's, it was a very interesting video that I, I'm, I, I'm glad that I watched. It. I'm going to have to look for it. Yeah. But that's all we have to really say about that particular, that's like, enough. you know, I think that is enough. I, you know, there's a nice compilation video I saw that's going around um, where they have put together many of their arrests. Uh, from the airports to the, want, um, you know, wherever else. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm scared to do this, but. You know, in the spirit of ki- of the kitchen table being a place where we all just kind of decompress and collectively process what's going on mm-hmm. in our lives and in the world. Like, y'all write us. Let us know, you know, where you all are at with it. Or what are some things that you would like to discuss? You know, what are ways we can use our platform to kind of give voice to things? Um, you know, because I think that's the only way, you know, many of us are going to get through it. And I recognize that there are a lot of people who are like me who don't live, who live alone and who don't interact with a lot of people on a day-to-day basis and listen to podcasts and stuff to get through. We want you guys to feel like you're a part of the conversation. So if there's anything that you want to mm-hmm. add, feel free to get, send us an email. Again, I apologize for the fact that this show's kind of all over the place. We just didn't know what to do other than cut the mics on and just start talking. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> pretty much but it is but Kia's right it's a place of community it's where we're supposed to talk people write in all the time we had somebody write in over the over the uh dk break mm-hmm. um talk you know to talk about the dangers so i guess i said something about the the black lady who got vaccinated when we talked about the vaccination and the la- last trash or what mm-hmm. have you Listen, I ain't no medical professional and I ain't no journalist. I bring the trash here, you go look <laughs> for it. I'm also not here to tell people not to get vaccinated or to get vaccinated. I don't even put my personal stances on here, whether I'm going to do it or not. That is your personal decision to make. We all grown here. This is a show about getting grown and figuring out what's what. We're going to be skeptical about things in this country and what's going on. And that's 
well within our rights to do. I think it's absolutely and completely valid. It's also not to tell people what to do. Yeah, I mean, the whole point is like, you know, we get information and we make our own decisions. Um, and standing on your own decisions, whatever it is that's best for you, figuring out how to make a decision, how to determine what's best for you, um, you know, while being inundated with all this information. How do you determine what's best for you, um, you know, ciphering through that information, picking out what's applicable to you, what what is important to you, mm -hmm. and using that to kind of move forward. So we're just here to discuss things and share things. Um, again, not taking a side, but just kind of offering this as a space for us to think about the process. This is about processes of getting grown. We're not, you know, ain't no one way to do it. Ain't no one way to be a grown person. Um, but there are just certain things that we just figure out how to do together. We're all figuring out how to do together. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about our questions, our concerns. We can share resources and information, but it's no judgment. It's no, it's never any judgment. It's no. never any, any ill wills or Ill, Ill feelings about anything. The only thing that we are adamantly against is, you know, injustice, people being treated poorly for any, any reason. Um, and just, yeah, injustice of all kinds, homophobia, transphobia, racism, prejudice, For uh, sure. white supremacy. <laughs> we don't believe in none of that over here. And that's, that's pretty much it. Everything else is up to and you. And that's on what? Mary had a little lamb. Mary had a little lamb, okay? Where the money reside. Where the money reside. That too? Where the you money see the reside. white man tried to do that? <laughs> what? There's a white man who... who who did a video on Instagram getting out of the trunk of the car singing the Where the Money Resides song. And I was like, I hope... Yo, y'all you, you, gotta I chill. I hope Darrell find him and sue the pants off him. I really do. And then put some on because Darrell's <laughs> pants be mad They were him. not his size. <laughs> but listen, everyone is allowed nah, we love you, to Darrell. do whatever they want to do. <laughs> they sure are, including Lori Harvey. Oh, girl. Um... <laughs> Everybody, the internet is is just ablaze. I don't and know why this is not. In nice. honesty, I don't, child, listen. Listen, that girl is grown that girl's 24 and dating. Years old. Okay, girl, get your things. Okay? I don't know what y'all niggas was doing at 24, but if you wasn't getting like her, don't be mad at it. <laughs> listen, girl. Lori gets whatever she likes. She I'm does. For it. And it's nobody's business whether or not. You know what I'm? That girl don't have no she's babies. She's dating. She is that a young ain't. woman and she she's is dating. dating. And I endorse it. 24 de años. <laughs> like, girl, get your life. She's 24 years There's old. There's nothing wrong with, I don't know. I mean, she just, she's dating multiple people, which is what a lot of us should have done if we did not do it. Bitch, I'm glad there wasn't no social media when I was 24. Thank How about that? Thank the Lord that? Jesus. I'm so glad. <laughs> so, Thank the Lord Jesus. There is a period of my lifetime where I'm glad we didn't have no documentation <laughs> as to what was going on in these streets. So leave that girl alone and 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 let her let her let her do whatever she needs to do. No, just so she got you got two little good looking people. My, what you what you was about to go with Michael B. Jordan? Listen, I mean, girl, <laughs> I just take care of your purse. Take your folic acid, drink your apple cider vinegar, it. girl, and handle drink your all kombucha, your business. Eat your you yogurt. Know what I'm That's it. You know, don't use harsh soaps and chemicals. <laughs> just take care of your take own care purse. of your purse. Your own pocket. That's all. Book. And I just trust that she's taking care of her purse, girl. Get your life. You got one pocketbook. 
mind yearn. Um, that was not a part of the trash. <laughs> I just thought it would be fun to <laughs> to throw in there. Um, Lori Harvey. But, you know, Jasmine Sullivan is actually singing. We can always um, count on. Not about Lori Harvey's activities, but just in general. With her new EP, her new project. And she is getting all of her flowers. She was, Spotify put her up. She had a giant billboard in Times Square and... You know, she's um, she you know, we I saw Issa tweet her and all kinds of people are just giving Jasmine the flowers that she deserves. And we want to give Jasmine the flowers that she deserves over here at Getting Grown, too, with a shameless plug, because our girl <laughs> Antoinette, friend to the show and sister in real mm-hmm. life, is a part of Jasmine's EP project. Um, you can find her on the track titled Antoinette's Tale and it's just such a good project it's such a good project I just love Jasmine her vocal skills are unmatched superior she's out of this world she's so disgustingly talented and so disgustingly humble about it it's just kind of crazy it's kind of crazy it's like girl if I were you I would be obnoxious (laughs) so shout out to Jasmine shout out to Jasmine Um, Sullivan Back to white supremacy. <laughs> so there's a there's a young bitch floating oh around in the news that I would love. When I tell y'all, um, I can't remember the last time that I had something like just kind of flame up in my spirit or I wanted to shoot a fair one with a complete stranger. But that little girl, I'm not even going to use her name. We're just going to call where This is the story of Keon Harold Jr., Okay, but that little girl, you know, we'll just call it, we'll call her, what, Christmas time just passed, we'll call her Poinsettia. Oh gosh. Poinsettia, as we all know, as we all saw, um, is from Cali, came out here and tried to snatch up Keon Jr., tried to snatch a cell phone out of Keon Jr.'s hand, which was his own cell phone, by the way, as he was coming off the elevator with his father at a hotel here in New York. Um, I wish I had the name of the hotel right here in front of me, but I don't because mm-hmm. y'all are complicit. But uh, this little bitch came and attacked Keon Harold Jr., accused him of stealing her cell phone. I know all of us have seen it. Have you seen the interview with Gail yes, King? Yes, I have. And I would so, like to, and I have had. <laughs> go I want to check on Gail's kids. Right now, because I know that she has children. I know she has a daughter. I know she has a son. I've had the opportunity to meet her daughter. And I just want to check on Gail's kids, because if that little girl had ever, I'm just trying to imagine what would happen if some little child, some 22 year old child spoke to my mother in such a manner. I don't know what I don't know. I just, I don't know the outcome, but I know that I will probably be in the prison the pipeline myself. So I, I didn't tell you about when this lady almost hit my mother with a I, car and what I, did I, to, what want I was supposed to, to do to her. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I want to, Gail's kids, I know that I see you, I feel you, I'm praying for your, I'm praying for you. Just wherever you are. I want to shoot the fair one. 
I want to shoot the fair one oh, for you. God. I want to shoot the fair one for Keon Harold Jr. I want to shoot the, the the fair one for that attorney. I want to shoot a fair one for Gail herself. I want to shoot a, a fair. I want to shoot two fair ones for Keon's parents. Like I just Keon's mom. We haven't heard from her because I'm sure she is somewhere trying. Oh to. yes, we have. Have we? I haven't. Oh yes. I haven't oh seen baby, her. there was. So Gail interviewed um uh, interviewed his parents um after the interview aired with uh the little bitch and um his mother kept quiet most of the time and then and then flared up Woo! tempers flared up and she was like so let's be clear this is what she said verbatim this is what she said she was like do you know how angry that made me she says she went to go try to hug her son from behind like just to try to embrace him from behind and she said the boy is so tr- triggered that he asked his mother to please not oh. touch him like that. And she burst into tears. And it wasn't no, like, I'm doing this for TV. This is like, my son is traumatized and I'm trying everything right now to not tell this bitch on camera that if I see her in the street, I'm going to fuck her up eight different ways. That was the energy that I was getting from that interview with his Ooh, parents. Lord. But his father kept himself. And I've met Keon Harold uh, Sr. before. Um very nice and he kept his composure the whole time the girl accused uh keon harold senior of putting his hands on her he was like he very well i was had getting her off my right. son he was like anybody any parent would do what they needed to do i don't believe in touching women but anybody would do what they need to do to get somebody off their child that's my first that's my first priority is my child. It would have went a whole different way if it were me. Baby, I would let me it would have been hands I think and feet I said on I this just bitch really in that lobby. Do you commend him? I want to commend. I said that first time I saw the video, I commend him for the restraint Yo, that he exhibited because I probably would have, I don't have drugged that young lady down Hands Broadway. and feet, my nigga. I would have drug her down Broadway. Bitch. It would have. I mean, we would have been on the West Side Highway by the time I got through with her. Period. We was in Soho. I would have smacked that bitch up against the Adidas building. We would have been up in the Showfields. We would have been down at Sephora. We would have been in the Bloomies. The Lord would have been not, up in the Nike store. He's yeah working on me. Because we would have been at. We would have fought all hmm. up in Town Union Square. <laughs> Everybody's the necessary serious? clothing. We would have been in both locations of the H and M's on Broadway and Soho. Like we would have in the Zara, bitch. I would have literally to to Nike Town, whooped your ass everywhere. up and down Soho, <laughs> from Canal to Lafayette, bitch. We are fighting. Do you hear me? I I just and it was so many things that just the the anger and the frustration that people felt from Washington people honk out at the fucking Capitol. That's what I felt for this bitch. There were so many instances. First of all, she didn't utter this child's name or his father one time. She kept calling them the son and the father. Mm-mm. Dehumanizing them from jump. Then she questioned them yet again, even though she offered that little, I'm not even going to call it a half-assed apology, a speckle of an ass of an apology. It wasn't even an apology. She said, well, how did my phone miraculously show up? Talked about how she's Puerto Rican, so she can't be racist. And then she played that white woman victim card about being a 22-year-old girl noticed the verbiage alone in New York. Exactly, bitch. She got a DUI. 
ma'am. Bitch, you have a DUI and and you got you have a DUI and you have some shit out there from you and your mama getting drunk together. And there's nothing that you can't do. You can you are you are of consent age of consent. You are of age to drink. You are of age to vote. You are of age she to do everything. She said their age is the same. She goes, 14 years. That that's pretty I'm a child at heart. No. And 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 we've been on this earth about the same amount of time. Bitch, do you know how to fuck math no, works? She don't, evidently. Because you haven't. Because 14 and 22 are vastly different. At 22, I had an apartment. At 14, I did not. So I guarantee you 14-year-old Keon Harold Jr. was not going on the internet, purchasing himself a plane ticket, booking himself a trip to New York, and then coming here and staying in a hotel by himself and getting his life. You guess you know who the fuck was? You. And I just... Gail said it. She was flippant. There was no remorse. You could tell that she was trying to be um, a journalist uh, and and not unbiased when she was speaking to his parents and when she was speaking to the girl. But you could see the irritation flare up in Gail many, many times. Gail is also many, many saying, times. She's just we need to give her her flowers because she handled that well. I probably would have booked a handled flight. So I would have well. booked a flight to come. Let me tell you something about your. Talk about Gail enough. First of all, who are you talking to? I'm old enough to be your grandmother. Dumb. Talk about Gail Bitch, enough. I will whoop your ass you in a hazmat suit and a mask. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? And what's making me, I think, the most irritated out of everything is the fact that we are hearing her name more than we are hearing Keon Harold Jr.'s name. Well, let me tell you Now, something. I understand why that is, but nah. And then this bitch had the nerve to get up there with it. She, this bitch had on Lululemon and, and a fucking daddy she dad said cap. A, hey daddy, like, hey daddy, or something dumb. I said mm -mm. It, in a in a leather jacket, bitch. I just if I was her attorney, I dropped this whole case. This bitch looks dumb as fuck. She was even talking to her attorney all crazy. She has crazy. no deference, no respect. She is trifling. Mm -hmm. She is slothful. Her mother's trifling though. They are trash. Her mother's trifling. They are. Her trash. mother. Did you see the video of her getting arrested? No. Oh, girl, they arrested this bitch at the gas station and her mother was there with her and her mother keeps touching the police officer, which was another what? thing that irritated me because had this been somebody black, they would have arrested both of y'all. But the, so the officers, so there the was a warrant out for her arrest. For oh, the whole family. The mother has a, a pending case right now out too because both of these bitches got drunk together, I think at a hotel and caused disorderly conduct. What trash. What trash and filth. So the girl gets arrested. She's resisting arrest. So you see her flipping around on the ground like a fucking fish out of water. And the cops have to literally sit on her in order to detain her, to handcuff her. And then the mother keeps coming up. Why are you arrested? She's done nothing wrong. And then you hear the girl. I'm just a girl. There's gang members committing crimes <laughs> right now. I'm just a girl, bitch. I'm so sick of this just a girl bullshit. I, mean, I wish somebody talk about this. this I'm is, about to dub this. I'm going to learn how to use the internet just so I can put no doubt over that video we, and just watch this bitch get arrested. We need to have a, a conversation <laughs> about like anti-blackness as a, as an entity and how it, it is ideology that like permeates things. I mean, it is, mm. you know, an offshoot of white supremacy. It is one of the components mm. and factors of it. But I mean, I think, that was one of the things that I just saw. She was dismissive in her tone. She had no respect for Gail yeah. as a woman, as a black woman. Nah. She felt like she could speak mm -hmm. that way. And, um, you know, it was clear the way that she was referring to Keon um, Sr. and Keon Jr. Like this, like we're talking far and away. Someone who is of marginalized identity herself, but still mm -hmm. felt 
validated in uh, being this disrespectful and dismissive to to human and, and you know like just disregarding human life um black life in in such obvious mm-hmm. ways so i think we should have a conversation about anti-blackness as it shows up in uh in non-black people, I mean, in non-white people, right? And just like Agreed. as as yeah. one of those systemic ideologies and values that that we all have to kind of own, um, mm-hmm. because if we don't, you know, again, we're not going to get anywhere uh, as 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 it relates to dismantling or doing doing away with it. Agreed. Completely, completely agreed. Yeah, we're going to have a conversation on that very soon. Because, yes, you can be Puerto Rican and racist. You <sighs> like, let, let, let's, let, mm. we are going to talk about it. Anti-blackness is a thing. It's going to be a conversation that's coming up very soon on this here Getting Grown. I'm not even going to go into the rest of the trash that we've had because we have been trashing for an hour. <laughs> I was about to say, we should just let this be. We just, the whole, I know. We just decompressing. Let's call this episode like unpacking and then we can get, yeah, into, there we go. get into the meat of the matters next week. But we have, we have had so much to discuss. Yo, I'm with the shit. Overwhelming. Shits. It's overwhelming. <laughs> Woo! Oh, that little girl sat up there with that fucking. She looked like a lemon head with a dad hat on, I just, and I just, I just wanted to punch her. Oh, I just wanted to punch her so bad. I knew. Violence is never the answer. Sometimes it is. Sometimes got, you can tell a bitch you ain't never had her man. ass whooped. Ma'am, you got that bitch. You didn't even respect. You don't respect this interview enough to bitch. put on real clothes. You came to whatever the what was CBS or whatever it NBC? is in some fabletics. I'm not dealing with, not dealing with this. <laughs> Yeah, you got on Lululemon. I don't have time. They won't let. They don't let black people on the airplane with a buddy pass with sweatpants on. But bitch, you on the whole CBS with fucking with fucking Fabletics. Oh, kiss my ass. <laughs> anyway, it's trash. <laughs> Nigga, I'm irritated. That irritated me. Them crackers at the Capitol did not irritate me. That irritated me. Maybe Ty should take crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you. You know what? I don't even care. I don't even care. I don't even care. Ty, keep it. I don't even care. I don't even care at this point. You know what? Kia's right. We. This is the kitchen table talk. We are just unpacking. this episode. We've got to cipher through the trash. We have to. We have to cipher through the trash, right? We have to really just kind of deal with it for what it is before we can talk about what we're gonna do about it. If anything, it is because it's, it's just from so many different angles. The NBA, like shit, is wild. Niggas got five players; they can't <laughs> even participate in the games because they don't have enough niggas to start the damn games. Because niggas can't stay out of the strip club or out of mansion parties or whatever it is that they're doing. I'm just, you know, Lord, so much trash. everyday people out here trying to. We, I'm trying to work and mind my business and be as safe as possible and not be an asshole. You know what I'm saying in these streets, and niggas doing whatever they want. Stripper, did you? Blueface. What? I don't even. I don't even know who that is. And that's bust down, bust down, Tatiana. Oh, okay, down. okay. Thank you. There you go. I only came happenstanced on this because of Twitter, but they were like, oh my God, Blueface's Instagram live. And I went and looked at Blueface's Instagram, I mean, Instagram stories and bitch, when I tell you, sis, it was a stripper party with about 40, 50 something niggas. And I mean, full butt nakeds, niggas 
or taking their own clothes off and in their drawers. They were on live. Or in jeans. Behaving this way? They were on live and on stories. This young man was zooted off the cocaine, okay? Blue you face? can see it all in his face. Yeah. But he's also a troubled individual. Though I've seen some of the things he's done to Isn't his he mother. Like, and didn't they he are, like knock that young lady's tooth out of her mouth? Oh, probably. I, that of, I don't know, I but I wouldn't be surprised. On, um, one of the young children who was supposed to be dating him knocked a, got a, her tooth knocked out and she hasn't gotten oh, it see. fixed. And she was somewhere oh, see, talking no. about why she got it. Why she hadn't gotten it fixed. I seen him kick his own mother and his sister out of the crib. I, I seen I that. I did see that. I did see that. This is so Blue funny. face lady too. <laughs> oh, yeah. See? I don't know if he what hit her or what, but something happened and her tooth got... I don't I don't know if he had anything to do with it, but I know that she's connected to him and she, she got her tooth knocked out some kind of way. Let's see here. Okay, when the COVID, this is according to Hip Hop DX, when the COVID-19 pandemic hit, Blueface improvised by joining the Celebrity OnlyFans wave and created a quarantine reality show with Bad Girls Club. Okay, Um, one girl that earned the respect of Blueface was Krishan Rock who is best known for having her front tooth knocked out during a tussle with one of Blueface's ex. Mm. Exes. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And apparently the Shade Room discovers she does plan on having the missing tooth with a permanent replacement, which Blueface allegedly already paid for. Oh, I'm seeing an image of this young lady. (laughs) It's her whole... (laughs) Nigga, that's a... They knocked a whole, Ooh, like, a mean, whole big-ass tooth root, out of her From head. the root. Not a piece of the like tooth Like, in the gone. front. In the front. My gracious today. I have to, She looks like Michael Strahan. thank like, God for two teeth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to thank God for things you take for granted. I thank God for two front teeth. Facts. Yeah, I, that is something that we, we should, should be thank the Lord for. I don't say thank you enough for that. Front, I'm glad that I got all my teeth. All my teeth. The side ones, everyone. Yeah. We haven't lost a tooth. Yeah, same. We thank God. My wisdoms, I haven't even had those pulled. I have had, I had three of the four pulled. One is impacted. But I thank God that all the rest of my teeth are what here. What does that mean? It's in there? It's, it's, it's like in there, in but sh- it's so mine is so deep down into the bone that it's never going to come up. Yeah, like I got one back here. It's like you can tell it's not fully grown. I had to get them, and out I don't think because my braces. Like I had since I've had braces, if they were to come in, they mm-hmm. would shift everything. So my dentist was mm-hmm. like, "We gotta take them out." But if they come in, they're gonna ruin all of all of your orthodontia. Sometimes I think that dentists would just be trying to pull wisdom teeth out your head so that for more money. And then sometimes I think they really do bother people. I know people who are like, they get headaches, they get all kinds of shit. But I have no problems. Even when I had braces, like, it was too many spaces. So I was like, well, y'all don't need to take no teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> but even when I had braces, I didn't have... I see people, though, I, last time I went to the dentist, the lady tells me, you need to get your wisdom teeth pulled out. I said, well, why, miss? My teeth are not shifting. They're not crowding. They not they not bothering me. My head don't hurt from them. Why do I need to get why? That's, Can you provide me a solid reason as to why I need to get these things taken out of my head? 
Needless to say, I still have my wisdom teeth. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we're going to call this decompressing. Do you want to do the rest of the segments or what you want to do? We can. Do we have an honesty box? We do have an honesty box. We can do an honesty box. All right, let's do that. Let's let's do an honesty box and uh and maybe a black woman self care. Okay. Okay, bet. Let's get on over to that. To that. To that. Last year showed us that you never know what life is going to throw at you. If you use credit cards to pay off your unexpected expenses, it can be overwhelming to manage that debt. Take control with Upstart so you know exactly what to expect. Upstart is a fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners with a five-minute online rate check. You can see your rate upfront for loans uh, from $1,000 to $50,000. You can get approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as one business day. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com grown. That's upstart.com slash grown. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash grown. Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly formula is made with key nutrients and forms your body can actually use with no shady extras. Ritual is formulated with key nutrients, including vitamin D3 to help fill gaps in the diet. Plus, you'll always know where your nutrients come from thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. Their fresh-tasting delayed-release capsules are designed to dissolve later in less sensitive areas of the stomach so you can take them with or without food. That is something that I need because I get sick. Now, available for women, men, and teens, Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping. If you don't love Ritual with your first month, they'll refund your first order. Start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. How convenient. So I just started my Ritual um, my ritual supplements, my multivitamins. Started taking them in the morning. And I, f- I feel good, okay? I feel like my body is getting exactly what it needs. And, you know... With, with this dumpster fire every year that we just left and entering another dumpster fire, I need to do something that's going to make me feel right. It's going to do something that's going to balance me out and make me feel like my body is getting the nutrients that it needs because I can't control nothing else. So I got to control that. You deserve to know what's in your multivitamin. That's why Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash grown to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash grown. Honestly, truly. All right, y'all. It's our first honesty box of the year. Um, Sis, you want to give a really popping pseudonym this week? Okay. Uh, Let me think. I believe it's she. Okay. Popping, popping. Let's call her. Who's the young lady that's doing the Busted Challenge song? What's her name? Erica? Oh. Is it Erica oh. Banks or something? Let me see. Busted Challenge. Um. <laughs> not us trying to, not us. We both. Erica Banks. Yes, I was right. I'm, I'm young You're and right. hip. Look at me Look at go. you. I'm here. I'm here with the young people. <laughs> that's right. 
I knew. I thought about doing one. I, I, you know, I have been so that y'all beat us over the head with them busted videos, girl. They do. I mean, it's millions they of them do. on my timeline. I had to mute it for a little while today because I couldn't get I any said, work done. Maybe I'll do one, and, but it won't be like you. Y'all will not ever see me pop my butt, pop, pop my butt. <laughs> but I, <laughs> my busted challenge would literally be me standing there in my in my uh, in my in my house coat, and then me standing there in real clothes. It wouldn't. Wouldn't it be exactly. no bussing? Wouldn't it be Wait, no bussing? Nothing. There's one. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm going to do the Carlton dance <laughs> in my pajamas and then do the Carlton dance in my garage. I saw one on Twitter and she was like, let me tell y'all something. Wait, let me find this lady because I have to, <laughs> I want to show this to you. Be like, Sorry, y'all. We're going to get to this Odyssey box. They're going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with this episode this They're going to be so sick of us. 2021 is what's they wrong are. with us. <laughs> We are doing okay. the best we can. Oh, wait, look at this. That's right. Her whole, that's <laughs> right. Me. Me. Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> my girl said, my girl said, her caption, first of all, is I'm old, 195 pounds with bad knees, don't know how to work technology, and yet y'all asking for a busted challenge. So y'all gonna bust whatever I give y'all. <laughs> She said, wait, no, my girl said, she said, <laughs> she didn't even do the try to do the drop down. This is uh, Miss October, mother of Gotti on Twitter, who did that busted challenge. That was high fucking hilarious. Go but ahead. anyway, okay, so Erica Banks. Erica Banks. <laughs> Erica Banks writes, Hey, Kia and Jade, my name is Erica Banks. Hey, girl. I'm currently going through an awkward time with one of. Well, what used to be a best friend. Mm -hmm. Bust it. Okay, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so in the beginning so of childish. this year, we are. I'm sorry. We are ch we're children at heart forever. Oh, my God. Um, so in the beginning of this year, I went through a breakup with my boyfriend of three years. I was the one who initiated the breakup. I hadn't been happy for a while in the relationship. I felt like he was holding me back and he was also very insecure. Even after, good for you, even after I broke up, quote unquote, with him, we were still messing around weeks after the fact, and I actually thought things were getting better between us. Classic. <clears throat> Long story short, he ended up ghosting me. Ugh. I shrugged it off and carried on, but was really hurt by it. Fast forward two months after the fact, I found out he had a new girlfriend, and not only did my best friend know, but turns out my ex was in my best friend's and her husband's house with the new girl. I didn't really grieve the relationship until I saw him with someone else. So just a little backstory. During the last year of my relationship, I started bringing my ex around my friends more. So we started doing little couples things with my best friend and fiance at the time. Nothing too deep. We would just go eat or all hang out in my apartment sometimes and watch movies. So my best friend claims that after we broke up, her husband and my ex became close, but a lot of things didn't add up. I later found out he was coming over their home and basically venting to them about me. Not knowing my ex, he was not not knowing my ex, he was doing this intentionally thinking things were going to get back to me, but they weren't they weren't getting back to me. I'm a respiratory therapist and this was around the time COVID got really bad in Louisiana and I was in a really bad headspace mentally. I missed my ex and started blaming myself for a lot of things that went wrong in the relationship. When I would talk to my friend about it, she would say things like, I think you're realizing what you lost as if I did my ex dirty or he was some kind of prize. 
Around this time, I started therapy. And as I got out of my depression, I started to look back and take notice of a lot of things that she did behind my back regarding my ex and things she said to me that rubbed me the wrong way. Eventually, I confronted her about my feelings and I didn't feel like she was receptive at all. She never apologized. I don't think she feels she did anything wrong. To this day, I'm not sure what my ex said to her behind closed doors, but she was more concerned about his feelings rather than mine and was unapologetic about the way things went. I feel like her allowing my ex to bring another woman into her home was completely disrespectful towards me and crossed a boundary. We've been friends for 10 years and she should have known that would bother me. And what's worse is she didn't tell me. If this situation were reversed, she probably would have never spoken to me again. She even later confessed that he would ask about me and if I was seeing anyone. I don't trust her anymore and I've now realized I don't even like her that much as a person. It's just tough because there's been situations throughout our friendship that I do feel she's been there for me and it wasn't all bad, but I can't get past this situation. She was completely inconsiderate of my feelings and I don't like the way she speaks to me sometimes. And I'm still not okay with him spending time with my ex and it doesn't seem like he's going anywhere and I just don't think I'll ever be okay with that. I recently moved and I know that they're probably still hanging with him and just not posting it on social media. There's way more to the story, but I didn't want to talk y'all's heads off. So this is just the surface of the situation. What are your thoughts? Am I being dramatic? After we had the one conversation about it, we haven't said anything about it since, but there's definitely been tension. I feel like she doesn't value me as a friend as much as I do her. And maybe we've outgrown each other. Thank you for listening. And I hope to get your feedback. Erica Banks. So she wants to know if we think that she's doing too much for being upset with her. Yeah. With what are your thoughts? Friend? Are we being dramatic? Mm-hmm. Because her friend. Her- so her friend kept company with her ex and another mm-hmm. woman while they were together or after they broke up. No. After they had broken up. And she did tell us she did start off by saying she initiated the breakup. So it's she her had a expectation. Slip, she had a slip up. Right. It's her expectation that because so it's her expectation, she wants her friend to be loyal to her and not still remain friends with, with the boyfriend. Yes, pretty much. Um, She's, but also, so there looks like there's many things at play here. This seems to be the catalyst to, um, all of the other things, but it's, it, it looks also as if she's had some feelings around this friend for a little while that maybe she ignored. And then they've kind of surfaced with this situation as things can sometimes do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about, and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know how I feel about her expecting, like, are they besties? Like, I mean, because... Yeah, that's her best friend. No, but I'm saying, like, is is the best friend, like real super close to the ex-boyfriend like or are they just happen to like be in the same like you know she she said that she started she brought him around they said when she wanted to incorporate him in her life more and introduce him to her friends and whatnot they started going out to eat and they would become a bit of a quadrant and then you know she said nothing too deep and then after um apparently he would you know when they were going through their issues he would he'd become close with I guess the both of them, but also the husband or fiance at the time. And so after she she broke the relationship off, they remained friends. Um, And I guess so much so to the point where he brought his new girlfriend over to the crib. Mm -hmm. I have thoughts, but I was, you know. I want to know what your thoughts are, because maybe I'm just raggedy. 
No, there's many thoughts here because let me start by saying this, Erica, and I know, and I don't just say this because it's PC or what have you, but your feelings are valid. They are. Um, you deserve to feel however you feel. And I think there's a lot of people who might be uncomfortable with the situation. Um, you're my best friend. This is my ex. Like, I just kind of assume that, you know, when we not here, y'all not there no more. I also am grown as fuck and have realized that is not how life works. Right. Um, I have my cousins. My cousins are, uh, I, they, you know, they became my ex who was in my life for for many, many, many years, shy of a decade, like just just shy of a decade. And so he was at family reunions and anniversary parties and all kinds of things. And I have cousins who lived in the same city as him and were close because I brought him into their lives. The relationship that was formed as a result of that is then out of my control. And so while that's not always the easiest thing to get through, um, it's the reality. Right. You can voice how you feel about it, uh, but you can't control other people. And that's, that's, that's really hard sometimes. And I think it's a hard pill for us to swallow. I've had two instances, actually. That's why I was like, this is a really interesting honesty box. Um, I've had two instances. There was that, there's that one where I have my own ex. So he's then brought his, his, the girl that he cheated on me, which was, I thought was even worse. Mm -hmm. He brought, you know, after we were, it was clear we were broken up and all that. There was a point where they did all hang out. Not regularly, but they met her. Like, he brought her around, and they were like, oh, this is awkward, but, like, we kick it with this nigga. Like, how are we going to tell him, you know, whatever. Then there was another situation, actually, where I had a, a, a friend, um, and she, I became very close with her and her man at the time. And then it turned into a thing where we hung out, and then Tristan and I got together. This is how far back that goes. And then we all would hang out, and we hung out for years to the point where then of your own relationships are formed. And it wasn't around bringing another woman around, but there was a friend of mine who didn't get along with this with this friend at the time. There was many friends who didn't get along with this friend, and we are no longer friends. But it was one particular friend that I have who didn't get along with this person and they started working together. And um, when, when I invited, uh, when I had we, my friend, uh, not the one who I fell out with, the other one, when her and her sister and I, we planned a, per a party for her at my house. And my homeboy DJ'd, cause he DJs everything for us. At this point, they are no longer together, but he has DJ'd everything for us over a period of time from our baby shower to everything else. I didn't invite the friend that I fell out with to that party because A, you and my homegirl don't like each other and this party is for her. And B, I, you're not obligated to be invited because I know this is your ex, but y'all not together no more. And so from there, she got really upset with me. Now, the thing is, I didn't hold it from her. I told her that actually the minute that I went to her house, I remember showing up. And I remember being like, hey, I saw this person. He came to the crib. He DJed for me. Like, I wanted to be upfront and transparent because I didn't want anything to come back and be misconstrued. But at the same time, you know, we are all adults and this is what it is. She was very upset with me. 
very upset for, for many, many reasons. And we are no longer friends at this point. I say all of these things to you to say that complication, uh, situations and relationships can get very complicated. And when you introduce people in your life in whatever relationship you, that you are in with them, whether it be romantic, friendship, and or otherwise, you have to know that people form their own relationships with other human beings. And there are instances in which those relationships are trifling as fuck. And then there are instances where they're just complicated. And yours looks like a very complicated situation <clears throat> off the strength that you all were together. You did bring him around. If him and this fiance now turned husband became cool and then it became a thing where they got close. It doesn't feel good. But it's not something we can control. I don't know if I really said anything right no, you there. Said and I a lot. Feel like I'm I just, rambling. I think, I'm, I'm going to give it to Keith. I think I have come <laughs> to a place in my, in my, uh, development as an adult where I I've mm -hmm. experienced enough that you know I am only in control of myself and my emotions I don't think that it is mm -hmm. reasonable for me to expect the people that I am in relationship with to govern themselves by whatever I'm dealing with in my own personal relationships um mm -hmm. and of course you know you know I, I, I because I don't like people to um judge me Bef uh, or judge me based upon my interactions with, you know with a third party I I can't then do the same you know what I'm saying like you know if right. if um I will somebody who met me through Jade um and even if they know of me you know through another person I would want them to take their time to get to know me as opposed to just mm -hmm. speaking to me or treating me treating me like you know being you know I don't know and I understand that there's you know loyalties amongst friends groups and things get complicated with friends and best friends um but I just you know life can be murky in this way and it's and it's hard to kind of have these these hard lines of like you know Oh, we don't speak to them no more. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. um, and and it's just hard because you just don't know how how life is going to work out. And so I agree. And I and I wasn't my initial questions around this was not to be dismissive because I agree with Jay that your feelings are valid, right? But um, mm -hmm. I think if it were me, I would work on why this upsets me. Um, you know, because I'm learning that you know. If I'm still upset about something that may, me, may need that I need to let something go, you know what I'm saying? If this is really over, mm -hmm. if this is a relationship that's really not going to reconcile or reconnect in the ways that it that it was originally. And, you know, it could, it, you know, why does it mean so much to me that my best friend no longer speaks to my ex? Um, it's something that yeah. I would be asking myself because like, you know, if if it, if I expect my if I expect my friends to, you know, cut people off in the same way, you know what I'm saying? Like, what does that mean? Like, you know, does that mean that I might need to work through my own issues? Because I just want to be at peace. Right. It's hard. It's it's an yeah. investment of labor and emotion and time and attention to to really, uh, really hold a grudge against somebody over something that's done and over with. You know what I'm saying? And if we're saying that we mm -hmm. over things and past things, we want to move forward then, you know, we have to do the work of dealing with our emotions and, and really finding closure on our own um, mm -hmm. 
so that we can kind of move past and grow on to the next thing that God has for us. So I'm not saying that you're overreacting um, at all. Mm -hmm. You have a right to feel how you feel, but once you know what those feelings are, it's your responsibility to interrogate them um, and not just let yourself be governed by them, but just like, you know, why do I feel this way? What's that about? What can I work through so that I'm not, you know, uh, under the influence of these, you know, I'm not responding emotionally um, or impulsively, um, you know, but just really I'm making conscious decisions about how I want to move in this situation. Mm-hmm. And if I'm over this nigga, no, a, I don't care oh, who yeah, he's that. dealing with. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like if I'm over it, mm-hmm. girl, hey, like we don't, we might not get around and get together, but if I'm really over it and maybe that's just me, but that's just kind of a place that I'm aspiring to be to where it's like, I don't want to be uncomfortable in no situation and no nigga that I'm not with can't make me uncomfortable no more. That's it. And as far as your friendship is concerned, maybe this particular situation bringing up other issues like you spoke about, how she speaks to you, how she deals with you and all these different things. That's valid. And that is something to explore separate from exploring your feelings surrounding why this bothers you. And that's what it feels like. And and that's what it feels like. Right. It feels like there's some other issues or things that are, you know, there's some other things that are going on here mm-hmm. that are, that seem to be informing how you see your, your best friend. This, this yeah. whole boyfriend and, you know, that, that seems to be a, a, a factor, but you know, if this is making you think about other things in your relationship with your best friend, then that, that is something that I would dig into a little bit more to really get, get to what that is. Yes. So We hope that that was helpful, Erica, and that you, you know, keep us updated and let us know how your progress is going and what's going on. But, you know, this is not an attack whatsoever on on your feelings or how you feel. It's just to kind of put some things into perspective because we have those sticky situations in those gray areas sometimes that, you know, we'd be like, you know, is it me? Like, do I have this fucked up? Or sometimes yes, but sometimes yes and no. <laughs> sometimes you you may need some clarity surrounding one thing, but another it might provide clarity for another thing. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you're like, okay, maybe I don't care about this nigga like that. I am m- more interested in exploring what my issues are surrounding this friendship and why this behavior, you know, and so forth and so on. So anyway... Keep us posted. Um, please continue to send your honesty box questions into getting grown podcast at gmail.com. And we'll get over to our black woman self-care for the year. Yeah. Any favorite yeah. movies, books, TV shows from childhood that you've gone back to and as an adult, do they still hold up? Rarely so. Things have come a long way since we were kids. A very, very long way. Seems like we get more instant classics every year. And you know what else is an instant classic? Y'all already know what I'm about to say. Best Fiends, (laughs) the top rated mobile puzzle adventure. Best Fiends has a world full of lovable characters, thousands of levels and more content that gets added all the time. You all know I've been playing for a while, like I've been playing for a good minute and I'm already checking my phone for the latest update. Best Fiends is the can't put it down mobile puzzle game that's free to download with over 100 million downloads. This five star rated game is a must play. There's more levels, events and challenges that are added all the time so you can play away. There's always one more level. 
Once you download Best Fiends, boredom won't stand a chance. There are 5,000 puzzle levels and counting, so if you are worried that you get to level 3,247 and run out of fun, don't you fret, honey. You've got a 1,000 plus more to go. Just don't blame us if you end up just a little bit obsessed. I don't need to go into how I feel about Best Fiends. We have been doing this for some time now. You all know this is how I pass my time. You all know this is how I take my few little moments to myself. <laughs> I sneak up under them covers and I just... <laughs> away it's good for my brain it's good for my body it's good for my spirit i love best fiends download best fiends free today on the apple app store or google play that's friends without the r best fiends hey listeners let's play a game let's start with everyone out there who loves a really good story now let's narrow it down to all those passionate podcast listeners who are also always on the go running errands that's you, right? <laughs> Me too, child. I thought so. Well, for you, there's my Walgreens, the new easier way to shop, save, and stay well. And now you can order online and pick up in as little as 30 minutes, curbside, drive through or in a store. Right now, get 20% off purchases of $30 or more with the code GROWN when you order online or use the new Walgreens app, My Walgreens. Again, that's code GROWN for 20% off your purchase for $30 or more. Walgreens now offers pickup in as little as 30 minutes. Order online or with the new Walgreens app today and you'll be saving time in no time. Offer valid only through January 23rd, 2021 on qualifying same-day pickup orders. Must be signed into your Walgreens.com account to redeem. Additional restrictions apply. See Walgreens.com slash offer details and Walgreens.com slash pickup for details. I deserve Oh, Black person self-care time. Um, so I told you all the truth that I didn't do any of the things that I intended to do on this break. Play the, uh, not the Wii. What's the, sh- the, the shit called? The Switch. I didn't get to play the Switch. I didn't get to do any of that. However, um, you know, and then we had all of the events that we spoke about in the top of this show and that we've been talking about since, you know, the beginning of time. Uh, and I saw a beautiful post today on Instagram from um, Solistic Wellness. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a therapist, Shirley. Shirley, she is a therapist um, and just has some beautiful views on things. I think I brought her brought her up once before when we talked about softness. But my black woman self-care this week is co-opted because Shirley posted, and I would like to read it verbatim because I don't want to get nothing fucked up. My prayer as I cook. I pray that instead of looking toward white people to validate our humanity or set a baseline for how we treat ourselves, that we just treat ourselves as the royalty that we are, regardless of what and how others treat themselves. I pray that I validate my own humanity by the action of how I care for my own human body. I pray we don't need anyone to tell us we matter so that Mm -hmm. we can believe we matter. I pray that I release the compulsion of trying to make sense of white psychosis and instead keep redirecting to my own healing process. Ashe. So I wanted to co-opt that as my black woman self-care this week. Um, to borrow it. Co-opting is so negative. <laughs> oh, is it? Well, co-opting is like... Borrow. Yeah, like you just... Uh, be inspired you didn't by... You did co-opt it find because inspiration you, gave her, in. you gave her credit. Like when you okay, no, you're right. Co-opting is them saying say her name. I am. Uh, I would like to borrow. Yeah, I would like to. Yeah, yes, um, yes. 
I would like to draw inspiration from. Yes, there um, you go. I would like to quote. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would like to give credit to. Uh, but yes, I that I, didn't I loved that prayer. Idea. You just, no, yeah. no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And I think that that was a universal idea, right? That was something that we can all say to ourselves as Black people, um, inserting whatever pronouns that we choose to continue to lift ourselves up. Um, and she said it right. White psychosis. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I refuse to be a part of the problem. I refuse to be a part of that. Y'all not going to make me feel no way about myself. Period. I'm gonna love myself. I know who I am and I'm not looking to a government and I'm not looking to a union or a force or a, a, a group of people to tell me that I matter. I'm gonna matter to me and I'm gonna do what I need to do to make sure that I matter to me and I take care of myself. So I thought that was a beautiful sentiment mm -hmm. and I wanted to share it um, for anybody else it. who does not want to co-opt yet draw inspiration <laughs> from <laughs> said um, said prayer from Shirley. And if you'd like to see more of her thought, I don't know if actually if she's if she's private or if she's public. If she's public, it's Solistic Wellness, Solistic Wellness on Instagram. Do you have one this week, sis? I do. Um, so I, in Black Women Self-Care, in, in the care of myself as a Black woman this week, I utilized a local meal prep service for this week so that I might yes. not have to, you know, uh, you know, I, I did, I do have groceries and things if I feel so inclined to cook, but if I do not want to cook, all I have to do is heat up these meals and mm. I can have nutritious food and not have to order in, but I've, I've, you know, just ordered, I think I ordered eight meals to just kind of have in the house this week. Um, and I am excited to have, you know, work that flexibility, a little bit more flexibility in my day-to-day -day schedule um, when, by not having to worry about preparing meals. Um, I love that. That's it, man. That's what I'm doing to take care of me. That That's big, sis. A, it's not ordering out all the time. You know, I'm, you'll know better things that are going in your body. And then on top of that... You ain't got to cook it. I so I think that sounds it. like self-care if I ever heard it. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I think we should get to our first petty peeves of the year. What say you? I'm ready. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y. You know, I really struggled with what I was going to make my petty peeve. I was like, it's not going to be anything about what's going on because that's not petty. Nor am I getting ready to, again, let these people bother my spirit. And I realized, you know, my petty peeve this week is actually about one of my friends. Hmm. Um, his name is Dustin Ross. Oh. And, Hi, Dustin. Uh, he's a terrible influence if you have children. Mm. Um, so we were on the FaceTime earlier. And... <laughs> I had made Noah breakfast. You know, she's doing her virtual learning. Just made her a croissant with some jelly and some strawberries and, you know, whipped her up some eggs real quick and she had her breakfast. So she comes back into the room uh, after her class while I'm talking to Dustin. Mommy, I'm still hungry. So I said, okay, um, you just ate that food, like, did you drink some water? <laughs> and she was like, yes, I'm still hungry. I said, okay, you can have a little cereal. 
or whatever to hold you over some fruit or something. She's like, can I have some more toast? She wanted some more croissant. And I was like, girl, just go make yourself a little bowl of cereal or get a piece of fruit in the meantime. Here go Dustin. Just make it a damn toast. <laughs> so this little heifer is playing with the cat while she's talking to me and he says it. And here I hear a little voice over in the corner. Yeah, make me the damn oh, toast. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and I said, first of all, don't, I don't want, again, I don't need no emails. Kids <laughs> passing isn't cute. It's actually quite funny. And you can have your opinions. <laughs> it's not like I'm letting her run rampant. When I tell you Dustin hollered, sure. I mean, screamed his head off. And she hollered, and they're both just cackling on either ends of my ears. And I had to go make it a damn toast. Aww. But <laughs> I just, but I turned to Dustin, I said, I fucking hate you. <laughs> and you are going to be my petty peeve this week. For making my child cuss. And you know, he found full joy I'm sure he was, in his Dustin like heart. He was probably <laughs> very encouraged to know that. Oh, he was so hyped. <laughs> it just made his day. So that is my petty peeve this week. What's yours? Um, my petty peeve this week is um I was in the grocery store yesterday and uh, there was a young man who um, I guess was waiting. I was, I was over by the cheese. I was getting myself some cheese. Um, and uh, I guess the young man wanted cheese that was in the same, I guess, like compartment of the, of the, of the refrigerator that I was in. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, instead of just waiting till I was finished or even alerting mm. me, alerting me to his presence behind me, you know, letting me know that someone was waiting. He was just in the back like, <sighs> <sighs> right, doing all of that. So what did I do? I turned around, I looked at him dead in his face and then proceeded to select my cheese. However, I wanted to do, you know, because you're not going to rush me. You're not going to. You know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, you're going to wait. You're going to wait until I'm through. OK, because I'm not taking an hour. All I'm doing is making sure that I select the right thing. And you're not going to rush me, it's, it's, especially by not by turning by beatbox. You can use your words. Oh, no. You can use your words <laughs> and, and, you know, say, excuse me. Can you just, you know, or can I just blah, 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 blah. If you are in a rush, make that known. Use your words. Don't just be in the back. Excuse me, Dougie Fresh. Okay. <laughs> you better find yourself some words or be back there waiting because what I I'm I'm grown. Okay. You're not gonna reprimand me into a rush. I'm not I don't rush because excuse Especially me. Especially with noises. Exactly. Use your words. Use your words. Mm -mm. Okay. Mm-mm. No. I don't work for you. I think I don't justified. have to move because you there. I mean, I have to wait for the per I had to wait for the person who was in front of me. You got to wait for me. That's it's just it's just that simple. And it's a Panera bread outside. So you don't need to be on my back anyway. Hello. Like, just calm down. Get on my back. We are in the middle of a panorama. 
Okay, get away from me. I would literally me. turn around. Where are you going? Where are you, where are you going after you this? Something. Where are you going? I turned so. around and looked him in his face. When I tell you that slow, the slowness with which I turned back around, like, oh. I live, yes. So what I'm going to do is really just take my precious time at this point. Because Child. you're not finna Bismarcky me down. Okay, if you got somewhere to be, if you got something to say, then say it. Use your words. I don't respond well to this. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't do that. Yo, people right now in this, let me tell you something. Hold on, because I'm about to have me another one right quick. I think this happened over the break because I was too, I was in the bodega. And again, have to wait, right? You got to wait. And you got to wait, not on people's backs. So I'm waiting on the line or whatever. And this bitch is taking forever at the counter. But fine. She turns around and she gets on her cell phone in the bodega. And then she's taking the call in the middle of the store. Basically kind of holding up the line even still after she was done. Whatever. We're going to navigate around her. I recognized I was in a terrible mood. I was grieving. I was doing all these things. So I get up to the front, get what I need. Do you know this bitch came back? And said what? She came back and leaned over my shoulder, threw money on the counter, and was like, give me two Lucy's. So I already waited for her. I already waited for her as she stood in the middle of the store on the phone. And then you come back and you're on. I said, it's a panzanella outside. Get off my shoulder. I was so sick of her. So the lady then starts talking shit. And I'm on the phone with Nikki. I'm on the phone with Nikki of Plentiful Brows. Uh, Plentifulbrows.com if you're looking for a black owned eyebrow line. So I'm on the phone with Nikki. And when I tell you I about lost all my shit and Nikki knew it because I could hear her in my AirPods. Oh, no. The lady's like, you shut the fuck up (laughs) when I told her to get off my back. I said, let me explain something to you. I'm not making a threat. I'm not getting ready to raise my voice in this store, but I promise to God. And I want you to know that's the highest promise I can make. Oh, yes. That when I'm done purchasing this fronto, if you are outside the threshold of this door, I'm going to whoop your ass on Church Avenue. And she starts talking shit as she walks out the door. And that's all I yelled back. I was like, soon as I step out of this door, this is not a threat. I'm whooping your ass on Church Avenue. Just be right there. I walked outside. She was not there. She was not there any longer. But when I tell you, your girl was about to get busy. <laughs> I was about to get busy in the panzanella. So I want you to be careful. Can we just all respect each other's spaces? Can we just please, since I'm trying to be careful, do you know they are trying me out here? I understand. Here. I understand. They trying me. My car got hit. Mm-hmm. It's essentially totaled, just an FYI. It got hit parked. It got hit the day after my Nana's funeral. A nigga hit it with a, with a dollar van and drove off. And the only reason I found out is because a witness left their number. When I, when I tell you it's been like, that's why we ain't got no kitchen table talk for y'all this week. <laughs> That's that we we ain't got it because it wasn't no break. If any, it, it was a burying is what it was. It was a covering of shit. So that, my friends, is the first episode of Getting Grown of Twenty. I mean, we can only go up from here. We thank you for your patience. <laughs> we appreciate you all for listening and t- and supporting Jade and I. 
you know, over the years, we are we are staring down the barrel of year number four of getting grown. Like, what the fresh hell? Whoa, but, that's uh, crazy. But we are still don't know nothing. We still don't be talking about nothing. But we thank God <laughs> that you all, um, you know, join us week after week. We love we love it here. We love you all. We appreciate you. We're excited about getting back into the swing of things. We're looking forward to new shows, new content, all of that. Um, continue Absolutely. to send in your ideas for show topics and send in your honesty box, your businesses and individuals you want to shout out, send in your petty peeves. We getting back on track in 2021 talking about Absolutely. the ghettos of adulting, man, the ghettos. Because that's exactly that's what it, it is. And Kia, one day Kia going to stop fronting on me and let me come on one of her makeup lives. I'm not, I've never fronted on you. When have I said that you are not allowed? <laughs> I've never said that. I've never said that you were not invited. I've never said that. Not one time. But Jade and I... It wasn't going to be a full episode till I trolled you. Jade and I are going to have a makeup live. It's going to be fun. I don't know when we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. Period. Soon. Soon. I'm not putting on no lashes though, because I don't know how to do that. Oh my gosh. But <laughs> I'll tell you what I do know how to do. And that is drink my water, mm-hmm. mind my puss. That's right. And mind the business that pays me. Correct. And also I know how to lotion up these ankles. Correct. And these heels Correct. and these elbows and these wrists so that my eczema doesn't flare up. And also why sis. Because the black will crack if it's dry, especially in 2021, where whiteness is running rampant. Especially if you're bisque colored. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers? Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa, where I, your host and astrologer, Issa Nakazawa, read and interpret astrological birth charts of luminaries like W. Kamau Bell, Gia Tolentino, and so many more. You'll discover how astrology can unlock fascinating insights about these stars. And who knows, maybe you'll learn a little bit more about yourself. Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa wherever you get your podcasts.